Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, where it is mid-afternoon. And today is the 22nd of January in the year 2023. And Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year for so many reasons. Happy New Year because it is the Lunar New Year, the year of the water rabbit. Happy New Year. And Happy New Year because we are going to finally feel like 2023 has begun. Not because it's the Lunar New Year, because other years the Lunar New Year doesn't start until February and we are often well into our activities of the New Year before the Lunar New Year begins. But this year, it's because three planets were retrograde. One, Uranus is usually retrograde. And we are now experiencing the directness of two of those planets being Mars and Mercury. And Uranus will go direct later today, uh, about 6 p.m. Eastern time. And so this is the day when we can say we are finally moving forward. And after this, we're going to really start to feel the new year be present. New energy, new vibes, new everything. And if you have felt it's been a slow crawl to this point, you're absolutely correct. This has not been something where, yes, the first day of the year and we're off to a running start. It's not that. It hasn't been that. And I've been talking about that since late December. So... We are in a brand new year, a brand new time, and the other thing is that when we are having the first new moon of the new year, it feels very new, right? Sometimes there's a new moon in Capricorn in the first few weeks of the year because we're still in Capricorn, and um, but we're not. We're in Aquarius now, and this is the second sign of the year because we start the year in Capricorn already. And we are in Aquarius because Aquarius started on Friday. So welcome Aquarius. And, you know, what is Aquarius? Let's start there. Aquarius is the sign of the revolutionary, the individualist, the humanitarian, the contrarian, the person who wants liberation and freedom at any price. They want liberation and freedom. Don't tell an Aquarius what to do. They don't like that. They won't listen to you. And in fact, they are contrarians, so they can easily say, oh yeah, great, I'm, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I actually am going to do contrary to that. You know, they'll do something completely the opposite. So Aquarians are interesting people. They always like to have interests going on. You won't meet a dull Aquarius. They have multi-talents, multi-abilities, they are somewhat aloof and oftentimes not mushy, sensitive, unless they're like me and they have Venus and Pisces. So <laughs> it's a very interesting sign because it is ruled by an outer planet, Uranus, which is the planet that moves into direct motion today after five months in retrograde. So uh, Uranus rules technology. Aquarius is very techno-savvy. And when we start to get used to Aquarian energy, we can see their independence. We can see their distraction by 
things that are going on in the room or around them. They are focused on the present and the future at the same time. They are talking to you and having a conversation with themselves in their head simultaneously. This is the nature of Aquarius. Um, it's not so much duality as it is just they're here and they're and everywhere else too. In a way, Pisces is like that as well. But but what's happening with Aquarius is you know you know someone you're running on the track in a circle. Okay, you're do, you're out jogging and you're running on the, the track in a circle. And the person behind you on the track looks like they're behind you because you're ahead of them. But they've actually completed the circle twice right? So you've been joining them after they ran the circle twice and now they're on their third lap and you're just in the middle of your first lap. You look like you're ahead of them, but they've actually done this twice before. So Aquarians look like they are like out to lunch behind the eight ball behind the track and they're actually talking about something in the future. And so they are interestingly very retro and futuristic at the same time, kind of like Star Trek, right? And they are ruled by the planet Uranus, which is going direct today. Uranus is the planet that is on its side. So all the planets spin around the sun and they spin around their own axis and they spin in this horizontal way. Uranus spins in a vertical way. And I actually saw a documentary about that on PBS many years ago. And it's an interesting scientific observation that Uranus spins on its sort of what we would call its side. It's spinning the other way. And so Uranus, there again, is the contrarian and the person who sets out on their own path different from everyone else's. So this is something where we observe the planet doing something that is very characteristic of the sign. And it's actually quite fascinating, right? You know, the scientists observe Uranus and say, okay, it's probably got hit by an asteroid 30 million years ago or, you know, something 30 million years ago that turned it on its side and they had all these theories and speculations about why it did that. We, we probably will never really figure that out, but it's an interesting thing. So, okay, Uranus, the planet that rules Aquarius, spins in a different direction than everybody else does. So it makes perfect sense. And that alone tells you all about Aquarius they do things differently. Sometimes just the sake of being different is the reason they're doing things differently, just for the sake of being different. And Aquarians are often philanthropists, and they are often very concerned about the human humanity and the human condition. So they go out of their way to help and, and do things for people. So that's they're, they're concerned with the greater good and the groups and the communities. And we're going to have a lot to talk about with Aquarius when Pluto goes into Aquarius in March. So stay tuned. So in the meantime, we are in the sign of Aquarius. The new moon is in Aquarius. The Lunar New Year always starts when there is a new moon in Aquarius. And today we have Uranus going direct, which rules Aquarius. So it's very Aquarian. And actually today there's four planets in Aquarius. And we'll get to that in a minute. Um, that's a lot of Aquarian energy. It's a bit upside down and inside out right? So what makes this new moon supercharged and feeling like a surge of energy, if you are feeling a surge of energy, which you probably are, if not, if you have an animal, they're feeling a surge of energy. I can tell you that. Um, what's giving it the surge of energy is Uranus shifting direction. Things come out when planets go direct, then like truths come out 
information comes out. We learn things. We realize things. We have epiphanies. Uranus is a big planet of epiphanies. Aquarius is big on epiphanies. So if energies feel wired because Uranus and Aquarius rules electricity, then you have to think about the fact that something wired is going on for you and just move through it. It will pass. Okay. Just know that that's what it is. And you know, this is going to pass over the next few days. So as I'm looking at this week and I'm preparing to do this and talk about this today, I look ahead at the week and I don't see an enormous amount of shifts and changes as we've had in the last 10 days. So we're calming down and that's a good thing. But I can tell you that Uranus going direct today is going to have its reverberations into the week. So maybe you don't feel something today, but you might tomorrow or Tuesday, right? So this is something you want to be very aware of in this week. Now, um, as we move forward, we have all the planets direct and all the planets are going to be direct until Mercury goes retrograde again on April 21st. So we're clear. We're in the clear. Today we have Venus and Saturn and they are in Aquarius. So today we have the sun and the moon in Aquarius because it was just a new moon. And we have Venus and Saturn in Aquarius because that's where they are and that's where Saturn's been. And this is the last time that Venus and Saturn are going to conjunct in Aquarius for the next 28 years. Okay, so this is the last time they'll be in Aquarius together. They'll be in other signs together, but they won't be in Aquarius together. You know, Saturn's going into Pisces in March, and Venus is not going to be in Pisces then. She's going into Pisces this week, but we'll talk about that. And Venus and Saturn are often where we hold back, where we are not forthcoming with our emotions, where we may have reservations about commitments. It's Saturn always impedes until we get the joke and we get the message and we figure out the lesson and then we can move forward. But Saturn is cautious and Venus with Saturn's like, I'm not telling you I love you yet, you know, or it's a feeling of being unloved. And that's often what Venus and Saturn feel like. It's a feeling of being un unloved. And if you're feeling unloved, know it is Venus and Saturn. And it's complicated when they get together because Venus is an emotional planet. Venus is loving. Venus is about love and abundance and, and having things in beauty and, and enjoying life. And Saturn is a party pooper. Saturn's the one that says, well, you have to work. You can't have fun today, you know. And so you want to just be very aware of how your energies are playing out today, tomorrow, you know, if you feel neglected, if you feel hurt, if you feel saddened, Venus and Saturn are often a lot to do with that. And so we hold back and, and not allow the feelings to flow necessarily. We're, we're cautious about those things. So just be aware of that. Just be aware of that and be aware that this is, you know, they too are ruled by this Uranus that is going direct. So it's, this is an interesting dynamic. We have this interesting Aquarian energy, very Aquarian energy right now. And so people want to be a little independent in the moment and they want to be very uh, aloof or just not attached. You know, they don't want to, they don't want their head to be dragged by stuff or, you know, people 
telling them stuff. So we want, we want to be aware of just how we're using it. Also, be kind. Be kind. Venus and Saturn is sometimes not kind. Sometimes it's like, it's yeah. <laughs> especially in Aquarius. It's like, I'm not giving you that. I'm not giving you that energy. I'm not telling you how I really feel about you because I'm holding back. You know, it's a little, it's a little stubborn. Aquarius is a fixed sign. It's a stubbornness. There's a, there's a, a little bit of a righteous indignance with Aquarius as well. So just move through it, move through it. There's a lot of, um, feelings of, maybe being ignored or disregarded or self-devaluation in the air. So just see it for what it is, move past it. Look at the lesson, maybe there's a lesson, and work with it, okay? Now, let's talk for a moment about this past week. <laughs> now, remember I said Mercury was going direct, and Mercury indeed went direct early on Wednesday morning. 8, 12 a.m. Eastern Time. That was the 18th. <sighs> Can we talk about Tuesday? If I had to vote on nuttiest day of the week, it was indeed Tuesday. Because Mercury had stopped in the sky. Mercury stopped in the air. Mercury stopped. And it was doing this weird aspect to Mars. And it was in this needling place. And everybody flipped out on Tuesday. Tuesday was just hard to get your brain around. Mercury rules the brain. And it's really something because, you know, if I didn't know astrology, I would have been like, what the hell's going on? And there were people indeed who were saying, what the hell's going on? I don't understand today. And we have like our one friend here who's like, I have three architects on my property here. And the one architect was like, what is going on? The office is crazy today. What is happening? And it was Mercury stopping. And I had some wacko uh, conundrum bizarre thing that I had I had to take a package to Federal Express to ship it to the US and Federal Express wanted me to fill out all this paperwork on the FDA's website in the US and when I got to do the paperwork it was like impossible and I didn't have the answers to this and it was just like uh, spinning around and spinning around trying to get get it was on a website the FDA website so here I was like I had to form an account on the FDA website and I'm sitting there trying to get through these questions and I didn't have the answers to the questions they were questions that didn't matter and so what I did was I we went my friends and I went back to Federal Express retrieved the package went to UPS and they didn't make us fill out this paperwork crazy, right? And when it got to the other side in the United States, there was no paperwork to fill out either. Even though UPS told us there would be, there wasn't. And hilariousness, it, it was just so bizarre because Federal Express sat there with us and was like, well, sorry, I can't, I can't help you fill this paperwork out. I can pack your box and everything, but I can't help you. I can't help you with this. I'm sorry. And it was like, well, you know, you guys are telling me you need me to do this. Why can't you stand here and explain to me how to do this? Well, we don't know how to do that, but we just know you, we need it. You have to do it. UPS said, yeah, we know how to do that, but you don't need that to ship this with us. So there you go. We found another way. But it was three and a half hours of taking packages, trying to fill out paperwork, going back, getting the package back, bringing it to another place, finding the other place, and then bringing it there. It weighed a lot. 
it was like 13 kilos and getting it to where it needed to go safely without question and issue. And it eventually got there and it was not a problem. And thankfully it got there and like, you know, they shipped it out Wednesday morning and it got there Thursday morning. So it's like, wow, that's amazing. And no paperwork, no issue. That's because it got actually shipped out after Mercury went direct. <sighs> I mean, really. <laughs> it was such a Mercury, that's all I kept thinking of. It was such a Mercury retrograde experience. And it was so mixed up and so confusing and so weird. And you know what's even weirder? FedEx wanted us to fill out this paperwork but did not look at the contents of the package. I, they believed what I told them was in it could have been anything could have been something illegal but they didn't look ups who didn't need the paperwork looked at the package they opened it up they looked at the items they said okay and they sealed it back up again isn't that weird <laughs> anyway there you go that was nuttiest nuttiest day of the week tuesday the 17th and then things started to you know sort themselves out but i have to say my nervous system didn't really start sorting itself out till Thursday because every morning I felt it. I felt the angst of the Mercury-Mars. I felt the angst of Mercury. It was, and Mercury has a lot to do with the nervous system because it's the nerve endings and all. And Mercury really did a number on people this week. It's funny because Mercury did not really cause problems for me and that's just me, in this last Mercury retrograde, it wasn't until it was stopping and it was entangled with Mars that it did that. Mars always adds a vitamin shot to everything, right? So anything that happened toward the station the other day was like, you know, magnified. Even if it wasn't great, it got the vitamin shot. And so that was really complicated. So it's over. Mercury's direct. Mars is direct. Uranus is going direct. And so we're going to feel more and more clarity in these next few days. And this is going to be something really, really better and beneficial for all of us. It's going to be a much easier release in these next few days. And these next few days should go a little more smoothly. Now, tomorrow the moon is in Aquarius as it is now and it reaches the end of the sign and it will in the wee hours in this time zone it will reach Saturn and Venus so the Saturn Venus that I just talked about the feeling of being unloved the sense of maybe being forgotten about or a little you know self-devaluation going on the moon is going to trigger that and it always gets a little more expanded when we have the moon there because it's emotional and so the moon coming to those two planets in the middle of the night in this region of the world is, you know, it's a trigger. So if you feel triggered, breathe, know that it's temporary, know that this is going to be over by tomorrow, and that by tomorrow, 12.36 p.m. Eastern time, the moon is going into Pisces. That means one less planet in Aquarius, and the moon likes to be in Pisces. It's It gets to dream. It gets to meditate it gets to heal that's a, a little more of a sensitive gentler energy and there won't be four planets in one sign okay so then later in the week venus is going into pisces and i mentioned this a minute ago 26th of january thursday venus goes into pisces and that's very nice because um, venus is what we call exalted in pisces that means she's very good there 
So the goddess loves to be in Pisces. Now, by that time, the moon will be finished. The moon will be in Aries. But Venus loves that feeling of divinity, of the goddess divinity, divine love. If, if anything says divine feminine, it's Venus and Pisces. So there is this sense of um, all-encompassing compassion, empathy, beauty, all sorts of lovely things with Venus and Pisces. Yes, she can daydream or be maybe if she's not aspected well be a little delusional but she is generally really good there and that's a good place for Venus now it makes us sensitive she'll be there for like three four weeks it makes us sensitive and this is Thursday night Thursday 9 33 p.m. she goes in so she's like more likely to cry at movies. She's more likely to get her feelings hurt. She's more likely to say, how can you speak to me that way? Or, you know, cry. <laughs> Pisces is water. Pisces cries. Pisces cries more than Aquarius, where Venus is now. She's got more of a Teflon coating on her in Aquarius. She's more aloof and detached. So you're going to notice the difference. If you feel more devil may care right now, and then you get more sensitive as the week ends, that's probably Venus you're feeling going into Pisces. So, but she's good there. She likes to be there. So it's a, it's a goddess kind of energy. It's, um, it's divinity. It's that divine feminine. Mercury is a busy planet. Now that he's gone direct, he's going back to make the contacts to other planets that he did prior to the retrograde, during the retrograde, and now again after the retrograde. So if you'll recall, Mercury was squaring Chiron, which is the wounded healer, and Mercury talking to Chiron often brings out wounds and helps us you know, see our wounds, lick our wounds, be present with our wounds and let them process. So for the third time, Mercury and Chiron are going to square on Friday the 27th. Chiron is a comet, so it doesn't carry the weight of a big planet, like Uranus, for example, where Mercury is going to trine Uranus on Sunday the 29th, next time we meet here. And that's the evening. So, you know, Uranus is getting the third passage of Mercury in trine, which is a smooth aspect. So you may not notice this one so much. And it's, there's some information that we have been processing in these last, you know, four weeks or so. And as you may be mulling over a particular topic in your life and you've come to various conclusions about it, this is one of the things that's going on this week um, as Mercury connects with Uranus for the last time in this fashion. And the sun is going to be doing some nice things this week. Tuesday, the, that's my birthday, um, <laughs> the sun makes a very nice relationship to Jupiter. So I'm happy about that because it's my birthday. And it sextiles Jupiter. So the part of Aquarius that likes to expand and think big and be liberated, is very happy in a very nice relationship to Jupiter, the planet of expansion. So they get along very well. And Jupiter's in Aries. It's like a little more bold, you know? So the sun, Jupiter, 
very nice aspect. They don't do this very often, but it's a very pleasant and lovely aspect. So I'm happy to have that on my birthday. And then um, what we're going to get is the sun making a nice relationship to Mars next Sunday. So you know, the sun has passed through, this is the second air sign, Aquarius is air, Libra's air, Gemini is air, and this is the second air sign that um, the sun has been in since Mars has entered Gemini back last August, and that means the sun has been talking to Mars in very nice ways, and um, it has, it had its moment of opposition back a few months ago, but that's okay because that's what's supposed to happen during the Mars retrograde, which we had. And so Sun and Mars are speaking sweetly to each other, which means that the energy is picking up and you have more of a vitamin shot in your life and you feel good. So there's vitality in this week ahead. I like that. I like that we are seeing vitality. The Sun is our life force. And when it does nice things to Jupiter and nice things to Mars, I'd say these are really good places um, for the sun. This means that we are gaining some energy and vitality this week. So I think this energy is going to start picking up. We were dragging our heels these last couple weeks. We were dragging our feet, and it's just been exhausting. And it's been a very complicated time and I really feel like we're starting to clear that up now so hurrah everybody cheer celebrate and celebrate today for the lunar new year which I'm going to do here with my property friends um my family my Costa Rican family in the next couple of hours and so that's why I'm doing my podcast early because we're celebrating Chinese new year um and you know it's it's a really, I think this is the first week we're feeling relieved in a while. I think that there's not this exhausted energy. There's not, I think at Christmas, everybody was exhausted, just exhausted and mentally exhausted as well. So there's not this exhausted energy anymore. There's this very flowing energy. The moon is going to do some nice things this week, you know, go into Pisces, then go into... Aries and connect with Jupiter on Wednesday. So that should be like a nice burst of energy. Um, it's just that I think probably we are in some little bits of things that we have to sort out as Uranus goes direct. And that's today. So we're, we're easing up on the difficult, complicated, nerve-wracking, anxiety-producing planetary aspects <laughs> and we are now moving into some smoother stuff where we feel like we're actually going forward. Now, progress is a big one. You know, how do you feel when you have to stay in one place because you're working something through and you just want to work it through and be over, right? And you have to keep, like I was with Federal Express the other day, I just want this to be done and why is this taking so long and why is this such a problem and why are they giving me questions I can't answer? And not helping me, right? So, so mailing systems are always mercury. <laughs> um, so what we're looking at is a relief from where we've been in these last months since August and these last weeks and how we can finally, finally get ready to move forward. Now, that being said, 
planets that have retrograded, especially the inner planets, we don't worry about the outer planets so much, but the ones that are inner Mars and Mercury, they do things like they stay in a shadow, meaning that they pass the place where they were when they initiated the retrograde. So we have a little ways to go with Mercury, and Mars isn't going to come out of its shadow until March. So when it makes that square to Neptune in March and it gets past, you know, Gemini. So I would say, you know, mid-March, but that's okay because we're not in the retrograde phase anymore. We're not going backwards anymore. We are feeling this feeling of liberation in many ways. So I invite you to celebrate liberation freedom and celebrate this very lovely gentle year of the rabbit as we go forward and as Uranus goes direct and we really you'll start to feel this relief later and into tomorrow Uranus is at a point pay attention because Uranus is at the point of Taurus where it's going direct that Mercury is going to go retrograde on on April 21st. So this is another dynamic because I'm sitting here telling you, no more planets in retrograde. Everybody's direct till April 21st. And when Mercury goes retrograde that day, it's going to pick up where Uranus left off. So it's going to pick up some thread from where we are now. And they are connected. So pay attention. Write in your journal what happened today. What happened in this weekend? What happens in the week ahead, these next couple days? And Mercury will pick up that story and take us through it again um, in April, at the end of April. But we have a long way to go before April. Pay attention to what's happening now. Always pay attention to what's happening now. <laughs> and remember Uranus. The cardinal rule of Uranus. <laughs> if you've thought about it, it won't happen. <laughs> if you got surprised by it, that's Uranus. So happy new year. Happy new year 2023 finally and happy lunar new year. And thank you for listening. And it's a good thing to do in the new year to get your astrological chart read. So if you haven't done that yet, you can contact me, thegoldenastrologer.com, book online, and you can contact me um, for a session or you can look at all the options you have for any type of session with me on my website. And I'm on Instagram, The Golden Astrologer. And I am also here on this podcast every Sunday. And I wish you the most beautiful placid week that we've had in a really long time. So enjoy. Thank you for listening. Gratitude to all.